Join Kristen Ace in conversations about shifting our perspective and being more connected in a conscious way with the earth, each other, and ourselves. Share in the laughter, light, and illumination of Good Vibrations. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Good Vibrations with Kristen. Today, my guest is Jane Petrov. She is the co-owner of Skytown Entertainment. She's the co-writer, co-producer of the film What Future. Jane, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you today about this. Let, just give everyone a little overview of what What Future is about. What Future is a short film. It's a story about a woman who is, to me, represents every woman, um, or at every man, uh, mm. kind of going through life on automatic pilot, and, uh, <laughs> doesn't really have regard for her family with regard to health, and doesn't have regard uh, for the planet. And what happens is someone visits her from the future to take her to the future to see what could, what will go down if she doesn't change her ways, and hopefully she changes her ways. Well, that's um, that's right up my alley because I, you know, anything that has to do with keeping our Earth, um, beautiful and healthy for everyone is something that I'm very passionate about. What got you started on making the short? Well, it, you know, I'm an actress and producer, and um, my company, Skytown Entertainment, is based in New York. I moved out to L.A. a few years ago to. Um, broaden my acting horizons, but also to build our uh, video production business on the West Coast. Mm. And I teamed up with actress-producer Amanda Dow. We wanted to just shoot a little scene, something creative. Um, Then we started thinking, hey, why not make it a movie? And then um, we thought about the ideas, what what kind of story we would want to tell. And my colleague, Harry Kakatsakis, uh, writer-director, the director of Admissions, a short film uh, that enjoyed the film festival circuit last year about peace, uh, he came on board um, to help create this story, and we came up with ideas that are meaningful to us. Yeah, so like we yeah. just started writing. That's great, yeah. and and so I I know from a previous conversation with you that recycling and earth consciousness is is very important to you. Yeah, it's. It's always been, you know, as, as I started growing up and, and becoming aware, and again, awareness is, is one of our missions, is to create awareness um, in any way we can with the work that we do um, in this lifetime. Was it, you know, so recycling is kind of ABCs, and actually my partners at Skytown, they're, they're diligent as well, and we well, actually you... want to, <sighs> as we do work going forward, always uh, think of sustainable um, operations uh, as a work environment as well, you know, in office, at home, either place. And I know you say recycling is the ABCs, but I think you would be a little surprised at how those ABCs haven't been learned yet um, well, in our country. Well, that's important. <laughs> this story was important because, you know, I, we're all, you know, I'm guilty of it. I mean, you know, am I sustainable 24-7? No, I'm not. You know, you're well, on the road, you're, you're, you know, you need a quick bite to eat, you get all this packaging, you're like, oh, you got to throw it away. So, so in this 
telling of this story, I really, you know, together we created these characters that are pretty much kind of who who we are, you know, not a whole lot of regard and, you know, mixing, you know, throwing everything out in the same bin. And right. I'm surprised that a lot of uh, people I know and, you know, just observations, I'm I'm amazed at how people just don't care. There's not a lot of consciousness about this. Well, that's the word I was going to bring up next is consciousness, because you talk about awareness, and I feel like that is the same thing as consciousness, mm-hmm. because I think if you're walking through the world awake, conscious, aware, then you have to know that we can no longer keep dumping our garbage into landfill. Yeah. Because that there's not going to be any more earth to dump it into, and we're going to be sitting on piles of garbage. Yeah. That's not sustainable. Right. And and in addition, we are shipping our garbage elsewhere. Right. And country. pretending, <laughs> pretending that since we don't see it, it doesn't exist. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so if we're going to put stuff into our land, let's know what we're doing here. Right. Let's be aware. And if I think if the public had more of this information on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I agree. may change a little bit. I think a lot of it is education. Mm-hmm. I know that I've uh, talked with just even this club that I belong to um, and came to them and said, it's, you know, actually um, not okay that we don't recycle. It's not okay. Not, not with the education that runs through this club. And so we, you know, we had a big meeting about it, but I was amazed at how many people fought it because it meant having to take an extra step, pour something out, rinse it out, put it someplace. And I was amazed at just those three extra steps. One, people didn't want to have anything to do with it. (laughs) We're a little bit lazy. (laughs) A little bit? (laughs) Yeah. So So if you take those extra steps, it, it actually feels good after a while and you know, oh yeah! If kids, if kids learn it from when they're first talking and walking and observing, it's going to be automatic pilot in a whole different way. Well, and it, it are is already doing that. That's you know? right. And you, and uh, what are your thoughts about bringing this short into the school systems? Well, that is actually something that hit me over the head in the middle of actually pre-production because we were getting close to shooting and. Because this has a sci-fi element. Well, wait, wait, what's the sci-fi element? Tell me about that. Well, time That's travel. exciting. Time travel. Right, okay. So, um, you know, thanks to Harry Kakazakis, our director and, and co-story partner, he, he said, let's do that. I'm like, okay, sure, you know. <laughs> um, and I thought that would, that would create something exciting because this, is, this was like a PG film, and then we cleaned up the language a little because I thought, you know, this is an important story, and maybe if kids right. watch this, and I mean, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth graders, it's, it's, not, it's not that scary, but it does have a bit of a thriller um, uh, element to it that it could be a discussion point. So if a teacher showed it in her classroom, absolutely about, about these issues of health because there is a health nutrition tie in, uh, you know, we pollute our bodies as we pollute the earth is really what is kind of coming together for me. So the, and, the, um, the microcosm of the macrocosm yeah, and, and the best place to start it with is with our kids because yeah. they grasp things on a level that is profound. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think if, if this could get out there to groups that are educating youngsters, even 
you know, little ones and big ones. You know, That's right. I'd never, it's never too late to learn, never too late to shift into higher consciousness, awareness, or just, you just feel better. So if this could be a part of that change, that, you know, even in a small way, then I, because so here we are in pre-production, the budget's growing, you know, because it's a sci-fi element and it requires visual effects. And these are things I'm, you know, as a filmmaker and, and, getting thrown into a, a new uh, uh, level of production. Well, how exciting was it to learn that? What? Was it very exciting to learn that? Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, it's so, I mean, there's so much talent out there. And that's <laughs> one of the things, as a producer, um, you know, with my partners over the years, we're so, one of the things I feel I'm, my, my purpose on this planet is to bring together creative talents of all kinds. Mm, what a great to, purpose. To tell, tell a story to create change mm-hmm. and if it's just a, a wonderful experience whether it was in the theater world or in a film world to connect to each other mm. and um, have people moved or somewhat changed in some way even if they're lighter mm-hmm. you know, that day that to me is something important in, in my life it means something to me that's right that's fantastic that's a that's a really um, that's a purpose that really shines light I feel so anyway, I interrupted you about um, the sci-fi, and you were talking about going back in time, and or coming into the future. And do when we go to, do you take this woman to the future? And yeah, the, this, a visitor comes from the future and takes this mom. So how bad is it? Ah, uh, it's pretty bleak. Mm. It's different time periods in the future, and it's it's pretty bad. It's um, we we. We're running out of water. We're running out of food. Um, our lush green areas are now dust. Mm. So, um, and and you know, people are people are starving. Um, it's you know, we've become more animalistic. Um, those are the messages that this mom is having to face, or you know, see. Right, right. Wow. Kind of like uh, you know, it's. It, it's a device that's been used before. I sometimes reference Christmas Carol meets sustainability. <laughs> so. I like that. Bring it into the, you know, bring it into the now. <laughs> really, you know, the, the planet is one, our health, um, how we take care of our bodies. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's also just a total lack of connection to, uh, to knowing that what we put in our bodies is going to affect us in a positive way or a negative way. Well, there's a total lack of consciousness about dis-ease within the body. Mm -hmm. And people, I, you know, I hear, I do hear things and I think, I don't really understand why we are spending quadrillions of dollars to understand why America is obese. When I think if people were actually looking at what they put into their bodies, it would be become apparent. If we can enlighten people a little bit, and I'm always sharing information. I was raised by uh, my mother, who, you know, I've come from a big family, but mom being a nurse, but also just smart about nutrition. I was reading labels as a kid. Wow. What all these, I paid attention to Ralph Nader. I knew I was lucky enough to have information and Mm -hmm. be raised in a, you know, don't go to the quick fix pill solution. Right. That was never the way mom raised us so thanks to her i've always you know paid attention 
to nutrition and better ways of life and good health, good habits, and sharing that information. I'm always sharing information everywhere I go. Somebody has a headache. I'm like, well, are you dehydrated? Mm-hmm. You are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Megan is smiling and nodding her head. Yeah, because we're, yeah. We're I'm, all... always, I'm always, you know, always happy to share. And, and I'm, I'm happy because people come back to me and say, wow, Jane, I just tried that. And oh, my God. And I feel better. Well, and I think, you know, and I think, Jane, that touches on something which is so, uh, to me, it's so exciting that you're bringing this film out because I think it is, again, about communication and education. I don't, I think a lot of people just don't know Mm -hmm. and, or, or don't have access to the information that maybe you or I have access to. Um, I'm not sure. But it seems to me that even within my own family, I will talk to them about health things and they'll be like, that doesn't sound real to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, and I, the thing that I also am wondering about is how we break that barrier of what, I feel like there's, there's like a feeling around nutrition and health, even in the medical world, that's almost like, like they think it's a joke. Yeah, it's a big, it's a, a big beast to contend with um, because of marketing and, you know, gosh, when I go to a food store, I never walk down certain aisles. <laughs> I mean, you're bombarded with products that are filled with all kinds of things that we shouldn't be putting in our bodies, but no one seems to care because mm, maybe they taste good and you know, gone are the days where, you know, you make home-baked goods. Um, you know, it's this fast-paced world. And, and because we're, we're, we're moving at such a pace that we've lost some of the, the common sense um, as a culture, taking care of our families and, and uh, you know. Do you address any, do, yeah, and do you address any of that in what future? Like, just being a family, what does that feel like? I'm sorry? Do you, do you address... That, those kind of family issues in what future? Well, you know, again, it's a short film, so there, there are, there, you're going to see, you know, an unhealthy family and just this lack of uh, concern and, and uh, sickness. There is sickness in this family. Mm. So, you know, this is a springboard, and it's hard, it's hard, too, when you make a movie. This was one of our challenges to tell a story that's interesting, fun, engaging, but not getting beaten down by this is the message. You, <laughs> yeah. must, you yeah. must change or else. Right. That's, no. That's tough. I, yeah. No. I I agree. You you do have to yeah do have to send that message with um, a good layer of hope. Yes, and but the and the and because it's film, you see imagery. You know the dialogue supports the imagery, and I'm hoping that that people would receive the, the images and what's going on in the picture and that's a reference point for discussion I mean some things are just kind of obvious you know a lot of it's very obvious um, but that that was an interesting uh, creative you know process you know creatively to be able to show through the visual what's not working and then create dialogue that doesn't hammer it over hammer you over the head. Right. And and do you, do you have a good sounding board around the the film to say to you, oh, Jane, that's too heavy handed or that's not deep enough? You know Yeah, 
Yeah, is I think it, in our writing process, because we had a, a good team, you know, uh, you know, um, Amanda and I wrote the script. Harry was our sounding board, really. And, mm-hmm. But we were, we're really good at just, you know, having been in the business for years, you know, as an actress, as a, you know, telling stories on stage or in, in uh, film, you just kind of, you, you, you've seen it all, heard it all. As a, as a, a, a theater producer, I've read so many scripts or seen so many plays on stage you're like okay we get it already you know, we get it. <laughs> and people because we have shorter attention spans that's that's one of the things why one of the reasons why i think this film could be effective it's short it's you know just under 13 minutes mm. um you can tell a lot and and we get so much now we get it so quickly right so we can have bite size already i think oh maybe the film's too long because we have short attention spans, but I think if you're, if you have a good narrative and and um, and you're keeping people engaged, yeah, you're, so you have to keep people engaged. So how long did it take you from from the the conception of the idea to now getting close to bringing the film into our consciousness? Yeah, I think I think August September last year I was talking to Amanda about coming up with a story and at the same time I had reconnected with Harry who, who I worked with actually Harry directed one of our other Skytown shorts um, a comedy um, back in New York and so he was out here we reconnected and um, we started just brainstorming and I guess September we started writing and November we shot it wow that's um, pretty quick yeah, isn't it yeah, well, yeah, it's it, that's it's, exciting. It's exciting. It's quick. It kind of again took on a life of its own, and and you know when we weren't sure we'd have the budget for it, and we did a, we actually did a fundraising uh, campaign. We did um, crowdfunding on Indiegogo. We did two rounds of that, and actually, what is that? Tell that me, that is like Kickstarter. Have you heard of? Kickstarter? I have. Yep, I have heard of Kickstarter. Yeah. But well, tell tell our audience because they may not be well versed in in what uh, what that means. Crowdfunding. These are ways that anybody, anybody with a cause of any kind, whether it's purely entertainment or helping uh, a family or uh, an individual, you know, maybe get a prosthetic leg and they can't afford it. It's a fundraising platform uh, that that we decided we would go to because this is a creative project. You know, it's not a necessarily a business <laughs> um, effort. Right, so right. We we just collectively, you know, looking at our Facebook friends and our, you know, everybody in our email database, we put it out there to friends and family to raise money for the project. Well, and it's also not just a creative project. It's a project that that hopefully makes a shift in, in consciousness for our earth, for our well, world. That's, so that's, that's huge. And because it was a an important message film, I felt right. I could really go to the crowdfunding platform. I right. could reach out to family and friends as opposed to, oh, this is just a silly comedy we're putting together. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. It's really but funny and you're making people laugh. It better be good, you know? <laughs> but for me... But if you're going to go out into the world and ask people for money, you 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 want to have something to say. Yeah. Right. And, that, and it actually connected me to various friends and colleagues that I didn't know had this passion that I shared. Mm, that's exciting too, isn't it? A better place. 
Yeah, and so you reach out with to more people of your of your pod. Yeah. More, yeah. And cuz you just get the feedback and that was that has been an amazing gift to to connect to these other individuals, uh, one being an actress um, producer Meredith Forbes in New York who recently uh, did the Al Gore climate change training. Oh, wow. San Francisco and she thought, "Oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this training." Because who am I? I'm just a girl in New York. You know, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a business professional. But that's exactly the point of this training. It's all of it. You know, anybody can learn these concepts because we need to connect to our own groups and convey information in a way that our, our peers can understand right. and relate to. And when Meredith saw the, the effort we were doing, she's like, oh, my gosh, Jane, this is amazing. If you ever want to team up and... Uh, you know, if you're screening here or there around the country, I'll create a slideshow presentation that suits your audience. So let's say it's a kid's group or, mm-hmm. you know, a, an office that wants to see the film. She can create, you know, a 15-minute presentation, 10 minutes, something that just, again, helps inform, educate. And the way she describes it is different than the way someone else is going to describe it. It's different the way, than the way Al Gore will describe it. Well, right, so because... It's just sharing that information and exactly. getting it across in, right. in a um, connected way. And it sounds to me like what future will hit lots of different age groups and lots of different um, sectors of our of our society. So it can really speak to so. different different ages, different people, different um, age, you know, mm-hmm. different I don't uh, categories of people. I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. I mean, it's a family film. <laughs> so, it's a so, short family film. So. Right, and it can spark discussion at home. Yeah. And then I, my experience is that when my we have one of those discussions at home, the kids go out and immediately start, start talking to their friends. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, they're having these intense discussions on the school bus about recycling and the earth. Yeah. So, And, and I think that, you know, especially having... Connected. I, I actually have um, my niece out here in L.A. doing an internship at PETA, mm. and um, I'm getting to know her more as an adult person, and hearing her talk about the planet is different, and health is different than the way we talked about it when I was her age at 20. Yeah, and, that's right. And it, these people, these kids are smart. These yes, they are. Can can handle their own and have these important conversations. That's right. And it's just the way of their life. So I, so I imagine the 10-year-olds are coming up even more informed. And more I agree. I have to it. say, I was talking to my son, who is just about to be 15, and I have to say that he is more mature and centered and clear than I was, mm-hmm. like, at 22. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's pretty astonishing. How quickly the kids are, 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 how conscious they are. And we have so much to learn from them. Yes, really. I agree. <laughs> yes, I agree. I learned because from my they're children. They're more up to date, more up to the minute because of the internet. Like you right. mentioned before, how do we have access to, I, I think we have all the access. It's whether or not we want to put time into that mm. effort and why it's important. And we all start to change when somebody you know, connects to us and, and, you know, you know, hits us in the right place, then we're forever changed. But I also feel like 
kids, when they, when they call it out, mm-hmm. it really makes you stop and think. Yeah. Like, oh, mom, you know, didn't you say that blah, 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 blah? Didn't you say that we should be recycling everything? Mm-hmm. You know, these numbers one through seven. So we should just take that home with us. And that's what we do now. That's right. We should just take that home with us and recycle it at our home. Yep. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I know even in New York, um, the city has different number numbers they su- accept mm-hmm. versus upstate. That's right. And sometimes we'll travel with our recycles. And that's, yep. you know, I think we do it. You know, we need to maybe learn a little bit more. And maybe once we understand these numbers, we can reach out to our local government officials and people who who authorize this and that is like how can we can't get that here and i noticed here um in la we actually talked about this as our first campaign video how some buildings in la there's there's no recycling what do you mean there's no recycling mm. i'm shocked coming from new york i know <laughs> what well, what am i gonna do new york is definitely at the top of the curve i think for for recycling yeah and so imagine if we could connect people across the country and everybody has an initiative and amanda actually shared with us that her apartment building didn't have uh recycling and she changed that she went to the uh, landlord or the manager of the building and said we need our containers let's go yeah that's 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 how we actually make the difference Mm -hmm. we all start talking and saying this is important one thing if we can each do one thing two things okay you're getting momentum let's do three things that's right can we do and everything from you know at home or what you're purchasing in the market Mm -hmm. to you know let's say you're bringing your own bags and i love you know trader joe's has these beautiful recycle bags that that uh, i always go into trader joe's with you know i carry my recycle bag that's right there and load it up with groceries and that's what i come home with if if we started in small ways that that will lead to bigger ways, bigger things, bigger well, change. And I think in New Jersey, actually, they are um, looking to pass a bill that they're going to start charging you five cents a bag they, for every bag that you do, that you use. And I had received some email about, you know, what I support this, and I was like, oh, I'm all over that. I'm yep, totally supporting I think, that. I think they did that in California. Oh, I, God. I do believe. That's great. Um, they have the, the charge. I know in Virginia, I think they have the charge there. So, yeah, um, charge us. Like that for bottles, they were charging for years. Mm-hmm. Glass bottles, That's right? right. That's right. Yes, that's right. So, I forgot about that. Yeah. Hey, we're coming to the end of our time, which is hard to believe. Oh, no. <laughs> so before we go, please, what did we, did we miss anything about the what future film that you want to tell us? Um, tell us when to start looking. Tell us. Yes, well, we are. The film itself will be done at the end of this month. We plan on having screenings in New York and L.A. as let's call them rap parties, but my hope is that we'll have a public screening, so I'll Great. make sure to get you that information. Yes, please and do. launch into film festivals um, and, and get it out there to uh, the film festival community, you know, festivals across the world. My intention is to bring this to Europe, bring it to Russia, bring it everywhere, um, and also then start talking to schools, start talking to educators, and ask them, hey, what, do you want, you want to use this film? If you like it, use it. 
Well, I would love to. Um, I would love to, if if that's possible, to come to one of those screenings. So please let me know. And also, I know my producer Megan would like to to do that too, so we can start talking about it on diff- in different places for you. Absolutely, because this and, is and very I will exciting. Posted on our. Uh, link you to our What Future Facebook page. Great. Oh, I'm already on that. I'm already. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm following you. Okay. Because I'm excited. And, and again, that I would love to use as a community uh, discussion place. If you find things that that uh, others would like to learn about in your community of recycling, what you've done, boom, throw it up on the What Future site. That's really, great. Let's walk the walk. And and I'm I am signing up to walk the walk too and I, I can do better and I that is my mission with this film is to do better as a human on this planet well that's a really it. powerful mission Jane and it's I'm very I'm very excited to know about your film and to know you and um, and I believe in what the message that you're bringing forth for all of us for all of our empowerment and consciousness thank you Kristen and thank you Megan as well really <laughs> appreciate uh, having this conversation with you today. All right, Jane, you you take good care and we're going to keep following you in what future and and wait for it to explode onto the earth and make a change for everybody. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Take care. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Jane Petrov, uh the co-writer, co-producer of What Future. This is a film that we are going to keep you posted on. And when it comes out, everyone must see it. So I'm, I'm just so happy you guys could all be here today to hear about it. Thanks. To hear more great interviews and stories by Kristen, please visit goodvibrationswithkristen.com or find, like, and share Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook and tell Kristen about your inspiring stories.